Hello. Well, hello there. Green Candy Podcast, episode 770. So, so... Here's the thing. You thought that last episode would be the one that I like the best, but actually this episode is really nice. And also I'm looking very much forward to seven episodes from now. Yeah, me too. You remember how on 666 we tried oh. to be like satanic? Yeah. So 777, we could talk about the rapture and how you need to get right with God. <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> on brand. <laughs> you know, like turn from your wicked ways because... Oh. Did I ever sing you that song we used to sing in church? And like people always talk about how like it sounds really nice, but it's like the worst lyrics ever. I'm going to need to hear this. And, <laughs> okay. a, and a one and a two. <laughs> Ten and nine and eight and seven, six and five and four. Call upon the Savior while you may. Three and two, he's coming soon. Clouds in bright array. The countdown's getting lower every day. Ah! And it's... <laughs> Right, like the countdown till which you pick, heaven or hell. Oh, God. Doomsday mm-hmm. coming. You sound beautiful, Do- though. Doomsday. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm jamming. I'm yeah, like, right. some spoons on my knees to that song. <laughs> yeah, it's like a jamboree. Yeah. Yes. I mean, oh, it's like, they have great kids songs, I will say, but they, when you look a little closer, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, but you know what? Ring around the rosy pocketful posies. That wasn't exactly sunshine That's and true. butterflies either. So Yeah, and this is yeah. at least instructional. Hey, mm-hmm. if you don't want to burn in a f- inferno for eternity, right. maybe yeah. do it's a giving you an option, searching. and who doesn't yeah. like an option? Yeah, it's free will, baby. Yeah. So seven, seven, seven. So, seven. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to think of some some things that would be. But it does feel like we're going to be like New Year, like yeah, that, it's, that timing it's, is going to be like right. fresh. Hmm. Yeah, this feels right. I did it's not know like, that seven, seven, seven was biblical or rapture. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were on the same page there. No, yes. we did, but I, I I didn't know that. But I I am pretty good with context clues. <laughs> Yeah, what clued you in my um by proselytizing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What did you have in mind for seven seven seven? Nothing? Uh, like you were just no, like I love no. numbers that are <laughs> like similar. in a way, in a way it feels I guess that would be like three three three, but in a way it kind of feels like it's it's angelic a little more than 666 yeah you're right but i didn't that. know it was doomsday that seems right no, in line no. with 666 if you ask me it's definitely not it's a good thing it's a oh, good it's a number good thing. A good but thing. only okay. if you're a believer i mean oh, like there's God. an asterisk about <laughs> what the good the good news is good news but mm-hmm. it's not conditional it's <laughs> conditional Oh, that is really funny. Well, you are you are already making me laugh, and I just know that this is going to be a very funny episode. And I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, here's something that has been pointed out to me multiple times that I'm oh, never going to stop doing that you and I both do, and I'd like to thank you for being somebody who encourages me to do this and being my best audience. I love it because you're like, oh, God, what have we done? No, it's yeah. good. It's fine. You know how when we think something is very funny, what do we do? We go... That was very funny. And then we yeah. talk about how it was very funny. Yeah. What's the Turns problem? out people don't like this. Who? Like people I'm around. Like, you know, you don't always oh. have to say. You don't have to like deconstruct the I keep the getting joke. This, this feedback from, <sighs> yeah. I'm just, I'm glad it wasn't our listeners. That's who I thought the feedback was coming no. from. Oh, no, no, no. You guys they are love fine. It. You're fine. They- you're doing what you're <laughs> doing. They're, they're, nobody's, it's, it's mostly the people I, I be, outside of me talking on this show. So you'll say something like, funny and then you'll yes. be like, here's why that was funny. Or no, or somebody else will say something funny. I will laugh and then I'll be like, that was very funny. That was a very good joke. And then I have to get like very serious about it. And then Eli's like, you know, you could just laugh. And I'm like, no, but then they need to know that there are two different things happening here. There's one, the response to their joke. And then there's two, the other level of recognizing the structure and the art and the everything craft. that go, the thank you the craft yeah. one's emotional and one is intellectual and so, yes and i said well maybe you should hang out with more comedians and i was like maybe we should <laughs> hang out with more comedians <laughs> well but i mean i think it is an appreciation of comedy yeah the, the how 
it's not easy to always make somebody laugh. That's yeah. a hard thing. But sometimes I wonder, like, is it me or is it because I like is it us or is it Sarah's neurodivergent hmm. brain? So I'm I, I'm, I really think about that because I wonder if do you, don't I do that though? Yeah, like uh, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and you do it with me. So then I'm like maybe <laughs> I'm reinforcing I, your bad yeah, behavior. And I don't know. I'm like, uh, do other people do this? Is this a thing that is not appreciated? I do kind of feel like I take the it does Wow take it out of jokey jokey and then we like into more serious, but I don't mean to be, I just mean to like double down. I get almost like obsessed with it, but I love it when you do it to me. So, so you can keep that up. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like, uh, I've got a whole bunch of random stories for you today as Mm -hmm. I always do, but, uh, I feel like since we're on the topic of comedy and we're, I'm like, you know, riding, riding the wave of joy from last episode where we got to talk to Beth, Beth, like I'm on a first name basis. (laughs) pal beth yeah um i didn't say this to her but i was totally thanking it beth and sarah both horse girl names <laughs> you know you did mention horse girls though did i yeah, yeah. i mean so maybe i, I was maybe like, were like... in my head i was like <laughs> this is and, and if she knows she'll maybe she'll make like big eyes and be like yeah yeah i know because like beth and sarah both were like babysitters like you're, you're they're responsible <laughs> like you're definitely hiring them to watch your children they're yeah. like, you know, they they they, they were just likable, approachable, yeah, but get the joke yes. kind of gals. There you go. If you happen to be a horse girl and you've got overalls to watch, wash, yes, may I suggest laundry shosh? Ab- <laughs> <laughs> laundry sauce is where it's at. I don't know. I'm never going back. No. I I love if you are a sensitive gal. Or guy yeah. listening, or okay. person listening. It may not be the fragrances. It may not be things that smell good that you are allergic to. It is, or sensitive to. It is chemicals and bullshit. Yeah, all the artificial dyes sensitive and to. unnecessary yes. ingredients. I have been smelling amazing in my sandalwood, and I really do love the rose one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I just started the pine. Oh. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Siberian pine. That's the one that uh, Eli's sister uses. And I'm I love going it. to. It's great. Get on that. Yeah. I, and- I was just noticing how like you forget every year, but I mean, the nature of winter means we have so much more laundry. So There's much. layers and yes, bulky layer. stuff. Yes. yes, and I'm like sweating. There's Whoa. only three of us. How is there more stuff? Yeah, and what makes it a joy is how laundry sauce has this beautiful detergent and scent booster and the dryer sheets. Yes, my friend Kelly goes, "Hey, is Lincoln?" Uh, we were like gathering up all our stuff, and she had his hoodie. And she goes, is he wearing cologne now? And I'm like, no, why? And she goes, well, this hoodie smells so good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is laundry sauce. <laughs> He's not, although he, I'm sure soon. Yep. It's that time. But the, it smells so good that people so good. think that it's like yep. a fragrance. It's amazing. Remember when you smell your best, look your best and feel your best. You're ready to take on the rest. So head to laundrysauce.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout. For 15% off, that's the best offer you'll find, but you must use our code BRAINCANDY for 15% off your order. One last time, that's laundrysauce.com slash BRAINCANDY, promo code BRAINCANDY for 15% off. So that was, I was thinking about that comedy, now we're going to switch gears into a very different kind of comedy. Uh, let's talk for a little bit about Matt Reif. Ugh. Yeah. I've All been right. dying for this one. Let's Remember do it. Remember when we tried to watch him? Were you with me? No. That was... That was not you. That was the same weekend that you were there, but mm-hmm. some of Eli's friends that we were hanging out with, we were on like a comedy kick that weekend because yeah. Susie and I had just gone to see some comedy. So yeah, Matt Wright like in the mood to laugh. New special on Netflix. I don't even know what it's called, nor do I I care. didn't watch that. I watched oh. one before it. Well, I'm going to get to that. Don't worry. Okay, That's, go ahead. That is part of this. But I, so my first interact, my first experience with him, I like kind of heard people talking about him. He comes up like sometimes in my feed where it'll be some like, um, uh, like audience work stuff, but I've mm-hmm. never seen. 
Yeah, he's a his, crowd work comedian. Kind yeah, of guy. I've never seen like his comedy, so I watched. Or somebody in the, in the group we were with was like, "Oh, let's watch some of his stuff." Turned it off. It was so bad. This was before the latest one. Uh-huh. Yeah, before his latest one, because it was very like. One of the things that I do go that you and I say, oh, that is very funny, too, is when a, a, a comedian relates something back to what they were saying a long time ago. There's it's an called art, a like callback. A little callback <laughs> like that, that there's – and there's a, a structure to it where everything relates in a way, and his are like if you're reading a joke book. Yeah. And I was like, this is painful because nothing is related and nothing. I was like, this bad, bad. I would not say to you, that's a very good joke. I would not say to him, that's a very good joke. So yes, had to turn it off and then didn't okay. think anything of it. Like then was just like, okay, we're going to throw for him me. in the cat. Not for me. Yeah. Not for me. Fine. Now his Netflix special has come out. Big news. Big news. This is a guy who, for those of you who have not seen him, it looks surface level like he would be your broy kind of comedian, which he very much is. Well, he looks like a but, more of a model and actor yes, type. Yes, mm-hmm. model and actor type. Uh, but his fan base, because of those looks, I would assume, and because of his crowd work and because of like how he kind of plays to the audience, has become predominantly female. Hmm. And it's... As if he did, this became his crowd, but is not the crowd that he set out to. Yeah, like he'll take it, but he would prefer. He's not happy about it. He's looking for Joe Rogan crowd. Correct. So whether he tried to do a pivot with the Netflix special or he recorded the Netflix special before, I don't know. He really realized that his number one demographic was women. He recorded a special that very much caters to bros. Yeah. And kicked he, it off. Yeah, he did. What he started with a domestic violence joke. Yeah. Did you read did you read the joke? Uh I remember it was something in the, I I read about it. Somebody having a black eye, like a woman with a black eye, is it like that? Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. And which already I'm like anti, and I but I don't know what the punchline is. I don't. The know joke what. was that he and his friend were at a restaurant and they saw a server with a black eye, and his friend black eye. I'm not saying black guy, by the way, because yeah. I told this story to my brother and he kept thinking I was saying black guy, but I am not. Black. Eye, eyeball with a black eye and um the friend said oh like it stinks that she has to sort of be parading around out here on the floor like front of the house with a black eye they should let her do her shift like just in the kitchen or whatever and the joke is matt said well i think if she were able to cook she wouldn't have that black eye oh god that's even worse than I thought. That the it's so crazy. I kind of like that the articles I read. I read a, a, probably three or four different uh, like write ups about the, his special and about this, and none of them told the full joke. And I almost like that they did that because it's not given him. Or do I hate that because now it made me want go want to go watch it and learn it. <laughs> But um, not like learn it, but like not learn it, but, you know, hear it, learn what, know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But none of the article, they referenced the black eye, but they didn't say what, they didn't say the whole thing. Do you think that was intentional? Obviously it's intentional. Um, I think if it were a full article, that would be irresponsible. Like if it were just sort of like a. Like a little. Caption or something on Instagram, I guess. No, but... more than that. Okay, then I feel I feel like you should provide what the joke was at least, you know, in in some detail. Yeah, and it, there was also a caveat where he said, like, I I figured I should start with domestic violence so that, like, basically, 
you know, if you're going to be offended, now you're offended and it can oh, only be better from here. I hate when they here. do that. So he did, it wasn't as if he didn't know that this was like some sort of provocative right. statement. Right. Uh, my objection is that it's not funny. <laughs> it's not. His stuff is not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. That's not, like like Jerry always says, if you're going to do a joke right. that's provocative, it has to be right. as funny as it is controversial. Yeah. And, and that, that was not. not. Like, what was oh, the audience reaction? Did you see that? That I don't know. Okay. Mm-mm. That's what I'm interested in hearing. No. I want to know I mean, if when he says it. If there's a groan, which I... I assume there was probably at least some groaning, then that's a sign. Yeah. Usually, if it's just funny. Right. There's just (gasps) laughter. If there's groaning, you've made them uncomfortable, and that is not your job. Ah! (laughs) Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah. When somebody's made uncomfortable, I never say. But there has been like a lot of, as a result of this. I don't know if you'd call it a scandal, but just happening. Yeah. The oh. the conversation has become about like those comedians, which are there is a type yeah. where they promote crowd work on their Instagram and TikToks because it, it works great on yeah. on social media yeah. because it's you you know, you you wait for the ending and you wanna see what happens. Like right. you you know there's gonna be some sort of thing. Right. Um, and it's perfect for social media, but then they try to do a special and it's, they don't have jokes. Right. They're just, it's like witty repartee. Yeah. You're not a comedian. You're just the class clown. Yes. Oh my God. That's it. Well, it's because we're asking them to be more than just those 60 seconds. Yeah. And anytime people are uh, live in a world where they are i don't know reduced to mm-hmm. that sick i'm thinking about yeah. the, like reality people too that can kind of get mm-hmm. and instagram influence like that whole world yeah well sarah i think that yeah. you this might be news to you and it's a delight for me to be able to share it <laughs> he was on the challenge <laughs> Wait, what? He was on Champs versus Stars. <laughs> We've watched him. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it better for him or worse for him. It really adds up though. It really really It's like, oh man. <laughs> does it add up? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know this guy. I know this guy. You're just, okay, you're a challenge guy. You're this guy. You're you're three-joke Johnny. You are. I'm like, you're just one who's a little bit funnier than the rest of them, or like, but that is. He's getting out like a a literal joke book. Oh, my God. Doesn't it make you feel better Johnny is a really, really good nickname, and I'm so fucking mad that I never came up with that myself. Susie, how long have we been doing this? We've been (laughs) retired for years and now is when you drop that little We've been sitting on that for 15 years. I mean, not to go back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, but that's a very good joke. (laughs) That's a callback. I know! And that's good comedy! (laughs) See, where's our Netflix special? (laughs) Right? We're sitting over here talking to ourselves. <laughs> Is this thing on? Sometimes I really <laughs> do. I like <laughs> Oh, God. It uh, makes me laugh so much. Oh, God. It might should, just be us, though. It might I should probably do my job. And what is preventing me from doing my job, ironically, is the very thing I need to talk about, which is naked wines. <laughs> uh, naked wines is an awesome wine company that ships delicious wines to your yes. door. Yes. They cut out the middleman because who needs that guy? Nobody. And they send you award-winning wines for a fraction of the price. Unique ones that you get to come to your par- like to the party and show up with a bottle and people are like, ooh, 
what's that? And you're like, oh, it's just like a boutique little vineyard. Blah, blah, blah. I found, too, that they really listen to, like, because after you get your wine, yes. then you can rate it. Yes. And it, I feel like each shipment is even more delightful. Yes. And I'm like, you know me, Naked yeah. Wines. Agreed. Same. So this deal is unbelievable. I keep telling people in my DMs, like, if you don't do this, you're stupid. <laughs> if you're a drinker and you don't do this. Yeah. Go to nakedwines.com slash brain candy and click enter voucher in the top right when you go to the website. Enter brain candy for the code and password and you'll get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash brain candy code and password brain candy and grab six bottles for $39.99. One last time. That's nakedwines.com slash brain candy code and password brain candy for $100 off your first six bottles. And I say cheers to that. Yeah, that's practically $0. That's practically free. I love it. <laughs> we keep saying um, money so like that, that. Right. We'll go broke. That, that <laughs> is uh, uh, all hilarious to me. Everything that we just talked about. And I'm so glad that you agree with me and why are, and, and you just blew my mind telling me that he's on the challenge. I know. And everything in the world makes sense. And wow. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, I can't blame, let's say he knows that he's not, you know, a comedian comedian. I can't blame him I, if Netflix came to him and was like, here's a special. Okay. Right. He does not think he is not a comedian comedian. Right. That's the problem. Please. He got way too much validation. And yeah. uh, he, no, it's the exact opposite. And then I saw him on another podcast just recently where he was asked about all of this. Was this Howard believe- or something else? It was he something was else. Howard. It was two, oh, okay. two women. And oh. it, it's called like canceled club or can't something like canceled. I don't know. Oh, something that, that about that. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's a great And show. Right. And well, I liked her response because he said something along the lines of like, you know, I've, and the wording is very important on this because he said, I've had a humbling epiphany. That's an important thing that he, those are his exact words. Humbling, mm, kind of epiphany is what he says. Okay. That anyone who talks shit or anybody who has anything bad, negative to say is really just jealous. Anytime we, (laughs) right. This is a guy who doesn't know what words mean. Correct. I think that's yeah. the very important part that we were like, wait, humbling epiphany that the haters are just jealous. That is the opposite of that, sir. Oh. And then, uh, yeah. And so he says, yeah, I, I've, I've realized that, you know, anybody I've ever hated in the past, I've really just been jealous of. And so the female host of the podcast goes, hmm. Yeah, that was a very, uh, like, I don't know, she's like, interesting answer. I'm going to have to, like, have a think on that for a second and wrap my mind around that for a minute. And then she comes back and she goes, do you think everybody who hates Osama bin Laden is just jealous? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And then the clip cut cut off. And I didn't see the rest of the clip. But I, I thought she was very clever with her. Yeah. Video. Oh, if, oh. Right. Is that the, can people just hate you because you're kind of a dick? And right. Or I mean maybe more than a dick. Maybe hate you that you use domestic violence to get a laugh and and use somebody else's like I don't know that like he's it's punching down and it's a weird phrase to use about domestic violence. I was going to say throw women under the bus and that didn't sound (laughs) good either. I was like, all of a sudden my brain went to every single thing I think of is Is just another domestic violence joke. Yeah. Ah! But it is, it's like, why are we making jokes about 
vulnerable people. That's not funny. It's not. He is punching down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When do you think he made that special? And when do you think he like... Mm, two or three months ago. Oh my God. It wasn't even that old. Well, it just came out a few weeks ago. Right. But I bet he were, you know filmed it a couple months ago. Oh my God. Gross. I don't know what the turnover like or what the you yeah. know, speed that those come out. Is. Yeah. In my mind, everything takes a year, but I don't think that's the case. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that is disappointing, and I'm glad that you and I are on the same page. And I can't believe that I forgot he was on the motherfucking Well, challenge. but that goes to show how uninteresting he is. Yep. Absolutely. And his whole deal is, like, roasting people. Right. And Which is why I, he, it's just insecurity. Well, and that only works, like, I obviously love Don Rickles, and I love all the roasts that they used to do, but that's only because those traditions are built on love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only funny if yes. you know you don't, like, if I make yes. fun of you or you make fun of me, it's only funny because we love each other. Yes. That, when when you post that thing about Bob Newhart and Don Rickles and how that, I was like, oh my God, I can only hope that one day Susie's being interviewed and you say something, or maybe it would have to be me, so that I could say Susie makes all the brainy jokes and I get all the laughs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like she's a smart one. Like I'm they, just, <laughs> well, I said to Sarah though, she was like, "I'll always be Don Rickles to your Bob," and I'm like, "No way, I'm Don. He's a dick, and Bob <laughs> Newhart is stammerer. That's his whole thing. His whole act is that he stammers." I'm like, Sarah should really like capitalize yeah. on this this quirk <laughs> that you have. But anyway, like his the his um insult comedy, yeah. if you will was only effective because he really was the nicest guy in the world who loved his wife and kids and was kind. Like Bob Saget. Right. Right. It's not funny if you're actually a dick. Right. Absolutely. It's not funny at all. That is exactly why, you know, if you want to relate it to the challenge, remember when Johnny used to get so mad at Kenny and how I was with Kenny because he'd say, I don't get it. Kenny says the same things and I, and you don't get mad. I'm like, yeah, because guess who stays up coloring with me all night long and who invited <laughs> me. We really did do that. I and know. guess who invited me to Thanksgiving and guess who like, like he yeah. actually cares and shows yeah. up. You're just a dick. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, Okay. Let's talk about something else that I saw that was very funny. Did you see the new cowboy, or I should say croc cowboy boots? <laughs> um, I did, yes. So, I did. So you can, I remember a couple years ago, I think it was a couple years ago, when Crocs did the collaboration with like KFC or something like that. Remember they had the chicken yeah. bucket like Crocs, which yeah. we can all agree with are kind of like gimmicky. Yeah. I I feel like they were a little serious about these Croc cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah, they, because do you remember a couple years ago they did the Croc high heels? Yes. <laughs> I think it what was the one that did the 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 designer that did the campaign with like weird children and it was oh, like Balenciaga. Yes. It was the Balenciaga yes, Croc yes, yes. collab. Yes. <laughs> and I swear what? before holy god. Where do we live? What is this world we live in? What what this is insane. I swear before holy god that my mother cuz she oh, has no. bunions and she only wears Uggs and Crocs. That's it. She was trying to buy these Balenciaga heels for for formal affairs. Because. <laughs> and I had to be like, hey, just wear flats. Yeah. It's this, fine. This, this is not for you. This is not the answer. No. Get surgery. 
Oh my god! And that's like if you're gonna go the croc eye heels route, you're doing this at like Paris Fashion Week. You're putting a look together. You're wearing like something a la Missy Elliott in the, right. super the garbage bag. Fly. Yes, yeah. It's that. Thank you. Everybody yeah. knows exactly what yeah. I'm talking about when I say that. You're like, yep, that's yes, it. Uh, uh, I so can't stay in the rain. Exactly. So, uh, uh, that is. Not what you wear with pajama pants. Who's doing that? I don't know. Your mom, I would imagine, oh. <laughs> if she wore croc high heels. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the same thing. Like, she wears her Uggs with an irregular croc sweat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I was just like, you don't need to do all that. And they're or expensive leggings. too. And that was before the, the whole scandal. I'm really glad she didn't invest in those especially Um, since she has no money anyway the point is (laughs) crocs needs to quit collaborating yeah well they they, i totally 100 percent agree i don't know why we do any of this it's kind of silly well i do marketing huh um and you know Mm. capitalism is there like a famous brand of boot or something no i think but what they did do is they gave it to ranchers to test which to me is very funny better than you'd imagine did they, they say fill the it holes does, on the Crocs? It does stand up to light to moderate ranching. <laughs> what is that? Like taking your horse out? <laughs> That's very like funny. For a run yeah, no, I think it, it is that. Exactly what we said, taking your horse out for a ride. Uh, that it's or a like combing they their have a, or something. A faux, they have been filled in. They have a faux leather upper. It's shiny black croc skin oh. texture that's meant to look like alligator skin. And they also have these plastic detachable spurs. Very funny to me. Wait, and are you going to show me? Oh, yes. That's I, what I was wondering okay. if you had seen them because I was like, you yeah. Wait. Bad boys. Oh, my God. Yeah, the spurs. Oh, okay. But this is what I'm wondering. It's hard to see because of the um, stirrup there. Yeah. But like. Oh, or they have a little uh, bit of, they do have a few, they have a couple holes. That's what I'm wondering. It feels like dirt would get right in there and dust. Yeah, dirt and dust. And dander. There, some, some people don't mind that. I'm a big, I, this is my biggest Some complaint. people is like you. No, I oh. very much <laughs> mind that. I, that's why I'm anti all the, you know what, who I'll never fucking understand. I don't care. I don't care how long I live in Denver. I will never ever be converted into a choco person you know those shoes where your toes are like your big toe is in like its own little gate and then the other ones they're these sandals that river people love river Uh, people out there are like what those are the only four you mean like the toe shoes no they're not toe shoes they're they're and they do have different ones where the straps are different let me say chocos this sounds terrible. It is terrible. I don't like it at all. I tried them and I was like... You, I just accept things you say like river people. I don't even know what that means. People who like to f- do things that involve floating down river, like like rafting people. Ugh. You've seen these, Susie. I'm telling like you. fly fishermen? Uh, more than that. Like, okay, okay, look. They're like this. And they go around your toe. <gasps> these guys. You know these. <laughs> okay, so it's like a Tiva. Yeah, they're Tiva, yeah. but they're not Tivas. Tivas but. have straps. Those on and off quickly. These, these are like bondage for commitment. your feet. These, like, I don't know what it is. I hate every single fucking thing about these shoes. But people That's who wear good. these, I, they always have something common. They have dusty feet. Yeah, Pe- right. The it's Choco disgusting. community is going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Right. Yeah. They're but that goes for the flip-flop rivers. community, too. The, uh, for some... But here's the thing. Flip-flop people yeah. are in sand, which or doesn't... Just, yeah. Or they're just out regular. They're going they to Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I don't... They, they're not as dusty. They, they wipe so their feet off. I'm telling you, Choco... And they're the same people who go camping and will wear those, like, with their nighttime clothes on and it's like absolutely and not st- i'm telling you that the, is i will next time i'm out next time i'm out i'm gonna take a pic I, I, because it yeah capture this so much and you if have you guys see pictures. this if you're listening and you are a choco person or a river person and you know what i'm talking about <laughs> you <laughs> send 
photos now because this is a real thing oh and it needs to be stopped. And I forgot to do my job again. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can go on. You should it's not bad. let me keep talking. It's the naked wine. But okay. okay, the only thing that would look good with chacos is my honey love leggings. Well, they go with everything. They go with everything. They look so cute. And they are the comfiest, most supportive leggings in the whole wide world. You love leggings. I am the biggest fan of the under <sighs> shapewear. I'm like, what yeah. the hell do you call that stuff? Yeah. The shapewear is freaking well, magical. Not all shapewear is made the same. Yeah. This is the stuff that silk slip dresses are super in right now. This is what you wear underneath. And they it's, are unforgiving. Silk. They are. Forget it. On for I I cannot. I've crossed the eight. How old am I? I'm wear shapewear with every dress eight years old. So Yeah. Check it I out. agree with Sarah. Their um V neck bra is great for underclothes. Yes. All of their shapewear is great. And it's smooth and it feels comfortable. You don't feel like constricted, but it's super supportive. And I wear the leggings when I work out. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 20% off site-wide at honeylove.com slash brain candy this month only. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about us. I mean them. You got to say us. Yes. Please support our show. Tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good. Thanks to Honey Love. Yeah. So then when they're like, hey, how'd you hear about us? Glad you asked. Brain candy. Done. Yes. Done. Okay. Um, yeah, so Crocs, cowboy boots, and, uh, no, I was getting mad at Chocs, yeah, Chocos, Ugh, I'm telling you. These, that is so funny. Things. I can't believe, I'd never heard that word before. Yeah. I didn't I'm, know they I'm had a name. I'm saying them right. No, yeah, no, they're yeah. they're a very specific brand, and they're very big in Denver, like, they'll even have these pop-ups that come where, so, this, they, they have, like, the soles of the shoes stay good for forever, but the straps can sometimes get worn down, so they'll yeah. have, like, a pop-up van come. It's like, like the Birkenstock community. It is the Birkenstock yeah. community, but, like... Dirtier. Dirtier. <laughs> Dustier. Dustier. I'm, I, and, and often overlap with the climbing community. I see you. Wash your fucking feet. I'm sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Remember that on here, we talked about that guy that refused to wear shoes ever? Yeah. Annoying. And, you know, he would go into Whole Foods and they'd be like, you got to go. And he'd be He's like, why? Like, okay, okay. I won't wear shoes. Can I work Chacos? <laughs> yeah, those are his plan B. I That's guarantee. so true, Sarah. I guarantee. Once you see him, you can't, you won't stop. You but won't like, stop. are they wearing them at like fancy affairs? Yes. They're wearing their Honey Love shapewear and Chacos. <laughs> That's terrible. That is not okay. That yeah. is a disgrace to Honey Love. I am a big fan of Birkenstocks with nice dresses and stuff like that. I know though. you are. You yeah. are like the bridge between me and the Chaco people. <laughs> I am. Like you'll go only so far though. Yeah, and then about it, yeah, because it's the dust. It's the here's the thing that's gross is that you have the dust between your toes and then you've added fabric that then separates the toes more to get more dust in there and there's no feeling i hate more than dust in my toes it's not that i don't agree with you because i do it's just that i think you're also missing the part which is why you're wearing those birkenstocks with dresses that they are not cute (laughs) They are not cute. It goes the beyond the no, dust. But I think some people are like this. They like the look. There's and some people look. needs you. <laughs> I like them with shorts or like, you know, yeah. running around. But like with a dress. Like bir- oh, yeah. That's a big thing. That, remember when I was talking about the sneakers with dresses in Europe? Yeah. They're also, it's the Birkenstocks, if not sneakers. All right. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you could pull it off. Yeah. I, 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 I try. Would you yeah. call it elegant, though? Because that's no. what I'm always going for. <laughs> Susie, no one has ever used the word elegant with your girl over here. So that's not what the look you're trying no. to do. What it, would you describe it as? Put together. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would like say, rustic, no. I would say homespun. that the look... This is... <laughs> okay, that's a very funny question. What is the look that you're trying to achieve? Elegant would never ever be a word that I would ever use. I don't you, know. Unless I'm going to like the fucking opera. Are 
I don't know. No, I think my the word I'm going for is if I I don't want to look elegant. I want to look sometimes classy or sophisticated, which is a synonym, I suppose. It is but elegant. It's, it's that's it's too like higher money heels. focused. Higher uh-huh. heels than than classy. But okay, let's go with classy in fat flats. Elegant high heels. Glamorous. Because elegant and glamorous. Socks is neither. Okay, you're right. But it but in Denver it is. <laughs> yeah, right. It's Denver chic. Cause cause an LA three is a Denver t- not not numbers. I mean talk about dressed up. Yeah. LA LA on the scale of getting dressed up. Yeah, formality. Formality. Mm-hmm. LA getting your groceries or maybe picking up a prescription from the pharmacy when you're sick at midnight yeah. is a Denver going out to night out night on the town correct holy 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 okay good to know no judgment just fascination just tons of judgment um okay (laughs) oh this is speaking of judgment uh remember how i talked a little while ago about how (laughs) the restaurants were charging a 50 dollar this was controversial yes when i've talked about it on instagram some people pushed back Oh, you're going to get way more pushback from this one. Uh-oh. There is now a restaurant, I think it's in Los Angeles, that is charging the same fee, $50, for a bad parent fee. Okay. Like if your kid's just running around doing that, what are they, what are that fucking parenting style? Like free, like. Oh, kid, free range. Oh! Yeah, I call oh! it feral. Your oh, feral my children. God. Control your child. That's never good. I, I can't wait to see them in a few years. Uh Yeah. So, yeah, that for bad. What is the criteria though? Like, how do they, they don't say? There's no specification. That is, I think, where people are going to get the pushback. Yeah, is that you need some. This is you, need, you a need a little bit of yeah. What is good parenting and what is bad parenting? It's just on there, and it's like bad parent fee. And it says that right next to a three dollar split plate fee. But it just <laughs> says bad parenting fee, and then just the dollar sign after. It. It's like market price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you think about your child? Do you think Um, it's a fair thing, surcharge? I think that it is a way. I think that what they're really trying to do is discourage parents from bringing children there. And I think there are certain restaurants that should just say that they uh, don't allow children. Mm -hmm. My policy was always if if they have a children's menu, then that's how you know if it's appropriate. What a great policy. <laughs> well, yeah, because then, you know, like, well, they are expecting children. Well, you know, sometimes, yeah. what's the word that you used? Glamorous, not glamorous. Elegant. So elegant families. Yeah. Give zero fucks. That is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that, sure that I have gone to some in 11 years that didn't, but And not generally, really elegant families, but those rich, spoiled families that like, I love yeah. watching Below Deck when it's like they have kids on and the kids are, you know that show Below Deck? <sighs> yeah. Oh, I love it. And the kids are on and the kids are like barking orders Feral. at the, oh, oh they're God. entitled. Yes. <gasps> Both, is... all of the above. And because often they're not even parented by their own parent. It's like. Cuckoo crazy. I, I can't. I can't. I can't either. That is gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. I heard a story recently from uh, uh, my friend Elizabeth, and she was talking about a plane ride she had where there was a child. I mean, it was one of the funniest stories I've ever heard anybody tell about a just disastrous plane ride. But there was one of these. She got s- s- seated next to one of these parents <sighs> with a child that is parenting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And, like, she uses phrases like that. That's like, awful. Well, she just wants to do whatever she wants. And which, oh, my God. That's terrible because there's nothing you can do about that. Child abuse. Well, this me. restaurant is. Yeah, this restaurant's it. like, none of that. We're going to charge money for that. And you know what? I'm fine with that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, would you say, in general, like, when you see kids out at restaurants, there's not like a big issue i don't know no maybe i'm immune to it i it's only when it's bad that it's really bad it's like that uh, that it's only when it almost feels deserving of Um, yeah a charge you know or almost like 
you've now made this situation uncomfortable for all the people around. Every server's had to work harder. Every, you know, everybody's more stressed out. You're, you owe everybody in the mm-hmm. same way. Was it you who used to fly with Starbucks gift cards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. You know, my Spirit Airlines, I should have, I should have come home Starbucks gift card fucking rich. <laughs> I feel like I was, I, I was paranoid though, because it, I never had a problem with my kid on a plane. Even I went, I flew when he was two months, I think yeah. from, yeah, onward. Yeah. And there was never, ever, ever a crying yeah, cause, situation. Because you were so, an active parent. I, I mean, feel like the saying, type of person that would be concerned enough to do that is yes. probably not the one that needs to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, free range parenting. I can't. So, but yeah, it, it so does I'm, suck I'm when pro. you go somewhere where you're paying a lot of money and you want to have like a date night or somewhere, right. something really special, and then some feral free ranger yes. <laughs> is like throwing. You know, chicken nuggets or whatever. It's like remove them from the situation, please. Oh, it was Mm -hmm. like that when we went to Croatia and Eli and I were like, oh, we're going to get there early. We're going to go to the Admiral's Club. And there was this child, you know, like uh, we're going to like have some champagne. That that was a laugh a minute. You rolled in too again. Yeah, and then uh, Eli got a wobbly table, puts the champagne down, knocks it with his backpack, spilled both, and then the guy working at the bar was really strict, and he's like, "You could only have one glass every fifteen minutes, so he wouldn't give us a refill." <laughs> no, they are wow, very are strict at the old uh, United Lounge wow. in. Denver. God. Like oh, that's where believe. it was. That's really funny. We almost got kicked out once. For when you were traveling, did you um, bring AG1 with you? Absolutely. 100%. How do you think I replace all those nutrients and vitamins <laughs> I'm losing from what I'm eating drinking? It's the secret. I'm telling you. AG1, pour it in your drink every morning. Have a routine. You'll feel good. It's the snowball effect. Yes. Everything gets better after you make one good decision. As Arnold says, don't think, just do. You get up, you just do. Yeah. You have a routine. And you get all those vitamins, prebiotics, probiotics, during biotics, I don't know, (laughs) to, to, you know, help you Mm -hmm. in your darn life. AG1 is the supplement we trust to provide the support our body needs daily. And that's why we've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash brain candy. That's drinkag1.com slash brain candy. Check it out. We were just talking about them before the show because... um. Eli is not feeling well, and Sarah is like having to like double her AG one dosage. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I am not falling for that. Yeah. Give me all the juice. Yeah, and yes. you know, you got to take matters into your own hands. That's right. That's right. Um. Okay. So we talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, a different kind of restaurant, different kind of thing that the restaurant's doing. This has been in the news for a little while, but I don't know if we talked about it on here. There's a pop up restaurant in Japan. And the name translates to the restaurant of mistaken orders because all of the staff, all the people who are the servers, are all elderly men and women with dementia. Oh, okay, cool. And so it's a pop-up that is meant to uh, raise awareness of and, like, humanize people who have these illnesses yeah and like the and and kind of connect the younger generation with the older generation even more Mm -hmm. and 60 i think it said 67 or 63 percent of the orders come back incorrect but the uh uh when people leave the restaurant they rate the restaurant and 99 percent happiness score so people are are happier getting the food that they didn't order yeah. And it'll be simple. It's like, oh, I order noodles and I got rice instead, but whatever. Yeah. And the connection and the humanity and the laughs and the 
the warm feelings that they have from being there mm-hmm. make the experience so much better than any mistake that could be made with yeah. the food. And I think that it's only a matter of time between before the Atlantic or whoever uh, that author that we loved or the New York times does an article about this because it speaks mm-hmm. to so much that yeah, like the, what happiness really is, what's what it means to be satisfied, how you and what said you're before. craving and you think yes. you're craving something yes. else. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Even yeah. more. Yes. Yeah. See, Susie, you should just write this article. It's no, so good. I, well, I feel what you're feeling because this is the message I keep hearing, absorbing, getting, mm-hmm. and feeling frustrated because I don't know how to convey it to everyone else that you're kind of locked into a cycle that is bad for you and you know it, this phone thing, you know, yeah. and the tech yeah. thing, you know, and, yeah. and it's not your fault. Right. Like I hate condemnation about it. Like everyone's right. just on their phone. Shut the fuck up. We're on our phone because we are, we have, we to have be, yes. been, our yeah. brains have been hijacked right. by algorithms and data designed to do that. So it is not a condemnation of people. Right. I'm just saying there's another way. And There's that what an you crave, like I was just reading about how drive-throughs are like booming because people don't want to deal with other people. They just want to stay in their car. Oh, and no. I get it. I do. It's the same thing about the headphones, wearing your headphones right. all the time. I right. get it. But I just want to encourage our listeners and ourselves to like seek out what you think you don't want. The Lord's coming soon, everyone. I mean, this is that. Amen. Like you really, like, like you're missing out. You're you're you really are. Like you, I'm not saying it to punish you. I'm saying you're missing all the funny interactions and all the yes. even bad the interactions that right. are good stories to tell your friends. Exactly, and they don't happen when you have an expectation or a. Locked an idea of how something should be or how you want some. It's like a fixed mindset. The more open you can be to experiences, interactions, possibilities, uh, uh, like what's good, what's bad. You know that that whole little farmer story. Mm-hmm. Like uh, letting the experience happen and not labeling it in the way of like which we're 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 in a way trained to do with a fucking like button and everything is like i like this i don't like this i like everything is curated for us and we don't there's well you know how i'm saying like how if it's regarding working out let's say and how arnold says don't think just do it you get up you do it right so I believe in this, like routinization. Yeah. But then there's a whole other section of your life that needs to be completely open to shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Playfulness and saying yes. Yes, I'll go. Don't cancel your fucking plans. I know you want to. Don't cancel them. Right. Right. Don't cancel them. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was. At. We, I was saying. I think it was last episode. We were talking about like New Year's resolutions and about how like you have to do the thing that's it's only hard because you're not familiar with it and you're doing like doing it. And I think it was Will Smith's in one of his like he did like a, a, a Disney Plus show that, and he had this quote in it that was his mom who taught him or his mom's quote where she said, "Everything awesome is right behind on the other side of fear." Like mm-hmm. All the good stuff is right on the other side of that. So if you could just get past that little bit of fear, that's where like all the awesome stuff is. I was reading that, you know, Gary Goldman, who did the Great Depression comedy special, um, he struggled with, he struggles with mental health and depression. And he did a um, comedy special called the Great Depression. <laughs> and he is Jewish and he's really tall. He's like 6'6", six, six, huh. which is unusual for Jewish people. Yeah. And I'm trying to say, I'm just thinking you know him. I, I'm, I'm going to look him up. Gary. Goleman. And he was saying that he made a deal where oh, he was so handsome. Dreaming. 
I know. <laughs> One of my favorite Jews. Oh, God. He's so cute. And he's, he's so going smart. on the list. Adore. <laughs> Telling oh you. yes, right. Okay, you will. Yeah. You got to watch that special if you haven't, because you would I'm love not. it. I would. But he, hello, said that he made a deal where he would go to anything for one hour. Oh, okay, because that's you, good. Once you can you're handle, there, right? You're fine. Once you're there, you right. actually will stay. We're fine. But like, if you just say, "I'm just going for an hour," yeah, it's not as scary. It's not as big of a commitment. You could probably knock that down to a half hour, and it'll work. Yeah. So I'm just saying, and we all have those things where we're like, I don't want to. 100%. I get it. Totally. But uh, this is such a great example of like, how fun. And do you think, um, did they say like the servers who have dementia? Yes. I assume they're at a, I don't know, level where they can consent to doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're having a great time. Yeah, like they get it. They want to be working. They want to be interacting with yeah. people. They want to be social. And and then they have, you know, people managing it and, like, kind of making sure things run. Don't you think, like, <clears throat> you know those communities that they've developed in certain places that simulate, like, the yes. old-timey life? Um, yeah. Oh. For people with dementia. Yeah. It's like a little village and they yes, yes, can yes, just yes. go wherever they want. Yes. And it's safe and like there's I one wish in a there book that we read for book club a wa- a long, long time ago. I want to say it was in like Scandinavia somewhere in like mm. Sw- Sweden or it was real Norway. real one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're really cool. And I, I think more of those would be great because that it can be a real frustration for the caregivers. Yeah. If they're constant, that's very draining and difficult. Right. And also frustrating for the patient who's right. like constantly confused and can't go where they want to go because right. it's like a safety issue. Right. So like these villages allow them to like just go about their life and then just, they're still safe. Yeah. It's so nice. This. It is really nice. But those things it. take money. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got to just take care of the old people. That's cool, though. I wonder, like, is this just like a one-time thing? I think I saw this, this, no pun intended, popped up again in my Instagram feed. Like, this is definitely an older story. Either, I think it's it's showing up again or it's gaining some popularity or they're doing it in different places because this is not the first time I heard about this story. Mm-hmm. I just hadn't talked about it on here yet. That's cool. Yeah, I hope it, yeah. I always fear whenever we cover stuff like this, whenever I think, because we've been, I'm jaded now. Mm. Like years from now, we'll find out why this isn't great or something. And I know this that. is good. This okay, is good. good. We'll keep it as good. I mean, old people having fun. What's not to love? Yeah. And, and yeah. Pe- people having a, an experience and where they can. it's not like it's exploitative. It's not like these people are like. <laughs> Like you know, yeah, and not being paid you know how and, they say like representation matters. Yes. It's like that where you need yes. to be exposed to yes, hundred percent people are to get and normalize it and make it like yeah, I I love this totally. Okay, love it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we have time for one more little little thing? Yeah. Okay. This is kind of. I don't know, like, uh, it made me feel a little bit sad hearing this, but whatevs. <laughs> I know, that sounds, that sounds sort of flippant, and who fuck cares? Fuck my feelings. Right, but fuck my feelings, yeah. Um, so, are you familiar with the Wallace and Gromit? Oh my god, that was on my list to talk about! Uh, really? Clay? Yeah, that's so sad! I'm so upset about it! Okay, it's not just me, see? So not fuck my feelings! Right, Sarah. I was like, well, what are they going to do? do? (laughs) Oh. Okay. So if y'all listening have not heard this story or are like, what are they so worked up about? There is a, (laughs) if you guys know about the Wallace and Gromit, like. And Chicken Run. Chicken Run. All these, there's a studio called 
Aardman Studios that does these stop motion claymation animations that are so good and so amazing. We're talking Academy Oscar winning. Yeah, we love Sean the Sheep over here if you're familiar with Sean the Sheep. Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best. I love Chicken Run. Um, They use a very specific kind of clay. It's called Lewis Nuplast Clay, and it is... It's known for being very moldable, and it withstands the heat of the studio lights. Because I didn't even think about that. The lights—I mean, we've sat in front of those studio yeah. lights, even from far away. You're it's like sweating all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the hot studio lights makes the clay melt. So not all clay can can hold up. And the 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 studio, the place that makes the clay, is closing. And yeah. they only had 900 pounds of it left, and the studio bought up all of it. They said, don't worry, we're, like, trying to come up with a solution and working on, like, a new formula for it or whatever. Yeah, they got to invent it. 900 pounds is not enough, Susie. That's not even a full movie. <laughs> right. That's I not know. enough. This is an emergency. It is an emergency. Yeah. I, 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 I'm glad that you were equally as emotionally I was I was because I was like sound the alarm yeah I mean I think it like if they're real careful maybe one film but we got to find another situation we got to find an alternative we have to because I it it doesn't look the same they they could have kept that company in business. Like what went wrong? Some I need to know so more. That's Uh-oh. what I was thinking too. I think it's a material that's toxic. That's not, you know, like where they're like, I love that guess you what? have a theory. Why wouldn't you know they stopped making mummy brown paints when they were like, oh guess what? Sorry guys, yeah. we can't make this color anymore because we are not gonna grind up humans. Yeah, Sarah, you're right. Like something so doesn't I, smell something right. Something in the paint they were like, ooh, there's mercury or lead in it or right. whatever. Because why is it moldable but stands up to heat? That's what I'm saying. It set this screams it's toxic like asbestos components. clay. Right. And 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 they can't talk about it because then they have to like pay out the clay mater, claymation artists <laughs> who are now dying right. of some kind of cancer like, what? from like just, red dye number four. We just ran out of clay. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Close for business. Yeah. And we're just so figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Play Doh works. Yeah. <laughs> I try Play Doh. So, for real. Like, I, it, that's, I think that's a good theory. Yeah. I and what, don't you think it, together. don't you think it would like kind of tarnish like the, the, how we thought about those movies if you knew that the clay used in them was like toxic and like not healthy for the people who are animating it and it, you know. Yeah. Cause what's the other possible reason why a clay company who was doing fine for all these years right and they're still making clay movies right all of a like, sudden i, I like, think what? just this studio could keep them in business if they wanted that's to. what i'm saying how much clay do you need to make to keep the lights on right it's just one guy in like a cauldron right that's what I'm thinking. Little sure. drops of this, little drop of that, yeah. little drop of that, done. Yeah, like, it, listen, I'm going to lunch. We need to keep our eye on any right. funny business right. that I'm telling props you. up about this bankruptcy. I think, I, I think that there's more to the story. Okay, well, I just hope they keep making these works of art. Me too. And, and I do not like it when they substitute... Uh, uh, actual claymation for um oh like animated CGI? but they make it look like that no. I, I can tell don't do that who's <laughs> do you know anyone that's doing that i don't know but i probably seen it somewhere yeah like, you would be able to tell yeah it just has a different look you know what i love um, about sean the sheep and i think wallace and gromit is the same way it's not there's no words really right it's just like cute little things you don't even need things. like on an airplane that's what we used for link Oh, and so you didn't even need to hear it. Film, yeah, because you could watch it, and there was no dialogue. So cute, yeah. That's Remember? why I just love kids' movies that can. The fact that you can hold a child's attention mm-hmm. for an hour and a half 
with no words. And it, Wally did the same thing. There's a, like a lot of Pixar yeah, right. movies do this. It's like unbelievable that you can mm-hmm. have a story and express emotion. Like I just love them. Yeah. Yeah. I think we ended on a good note. Yeah. Proud of us. <laughs> Me too. Good episode. Good job, Susan good job. Sarah. Good job. And you know what? I was thinking, I was like, these are such random stories. How on earth am I going to talk for any amount of time on Crocs? (laughs) That was the one that I. Turns (laughs) out 20 minutes. That's the one I want to return to. I'm like, Chacos. All right. I got to look into this. Yeah. You're so. I'm going to send you photos. Adamant about it. That's what really gets me. Because it's like a visceral feel. Like I can feel. I, you know, I don't. I I know it. I don't like anything Mm -hmm. in my, I don't like wet socks. I don't like, when my feet are uncomfortable, it's like the worst. So when when I got these shoes, fucking hated. That's, they are, so many rocks caught under your shoes. Then you got to take the whole fucking thing off if there's a rock in your shoe. It's so impractical. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I sold mine on Poshmark because I bought a pair for River Trip. Tacos? And I was like, you're Never kidding. Never again. Because everybody had them. I'm like, oh, I guess these, I need yeah, these. Yeah, so I yeah. bought a pair, sold them instantly. I bet you one of our listeners bought them. I'm sure they did. And you know what? I hope you're enjoying them and I hope you love them a lot because I they're not for me. Thank you. R.I.P. My Chacos. The end. <laughs> All right, everyone. I don't know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> At this point, five star review. Make sure, yeah, you just leave us. that and fuck my wife and yeah, chacos. That's about it. And uh, check out our merch because you know, yeah, I noticed. Season. I gotta figure out what's up with the Christmas ornament, where that went. It's not in our store. Adam's what? like, oh, let me check. I'm like, where is it? That's very important this time of year. I know. What if Santa our Christmas come? ornament that also is a magnet because I went over to. That's right. Sue's house for Thanksgiving, Sue and Mark Harrington, and they, I was like, oh, you guys have the magnet up, and it's the only magnet that they have that's stuck to their stove. Oh my gosh, that is so nice. I know, so. You guys can have one time. Bye, Bye, everybody.